Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us for the Pokemon Travel Agency podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jess. And we're back with another episode. Um, two weeks in a row, guys. Yeah, we're what, in a row. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start talking about the different generations specifically uh, because we realized that our last episode before our you know return was right before Sun and Moon came out and we kind of glossed over that last episode. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go a little bit more in depth. Let's do it. So we're first going to talk about our like the Pokemon that we liked in the episode. Uh, sorry, in the um, the gen, not just like your favorite, but like some that really stood out to you and whatnot. So Jeff, why don't you start us off? My favorite ended up being Glycopod, which actually shocked me because I'm not usually a huge fan of bug or water types. So <laughs> go figure. It took one that's both to change that opinion. Um, going into it, I thought it was kind of a dumb like concept because like how many times do we have to have the really weak pathetic one that turns into a really strong powerful one i don't know what you're talking about that's never once happened agicarp phoebus <laughs> squirtle <laughs> <laughs> you take that back <laughs> um but I, I i like the way that they did it with wimpod and galizopod i also love that their ability is essentially the same thing but for wimpod it's him like being weak and scared and running away and for Glycopod, it's him, like, choosing the right moment. And it's like, no, bitch, you're still scared. <laughs> yeah. I like your choice. That was a very close uh, second for me, I want to say. Um, I guess close first. Um, but my f- all-time favorite for this generation was Mimikyu. Um, I liked him a lot, like, when I first saw his character design, because it was kind of creepy. It's just, like, this Pokemon with, like, a sheet of a Pikachu over it. and <laughs> <laughs> That makes it sound like he's, like holding a Pikachu skin that he killed. We don't know that that's not what happened. We do, actually. <laughs> do it, we? It's a doll. It, it looks like he drew it with crayon. It's a Pikachu doll that he found in the convenience store. I was just hoping to make it more creepy. No, it doesn't Dang. need to be any creepier. He's plenty creepy. <laughs> and when you lift this thing and you see what it actually is, you die. Like, you straight up just die. No, I thought you'd go crazy. Die. No. No. Well, no. I mean, uh, when I was watching the anime, uh, Mimi, uh, not Mimikyu, uh, Meowth would literally die each time he lifted up the, the sheet Maybe and Maybe he should saw. stop doing that. <laughs> so why, how, how do they bring him back? Um, they brought him back like a couple of ways. The one that I like can recall first off is just, I think they um, dumped some water on him and it like shocked him and like brought him back. Um, I know that there was like one sequence after he had died, he went to like the afterlife and he's like walking around and he's like trying to find everybody and stuff it was just super like creepy and that's very different for pokemon yeah it was like this generation like if you guys haven't seen the anime i totally recommend it just they redid the animation and at least like the japanese version it is very dark and well i know i read an article recently that said that for the first time ever in this season this uh, generation, you see a Pokemon die on the screen. Yeah, aside from Meowth. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I don't know what Pokemon it is, but it's like it's a Stoutland, I think. Yeah. And this other Pokemon spends like the entire episode just with him the whole time, and then he just dies. Yeah. Um. That's it's messed up. It's actually Litten. Um. Litten watches out for this older Stoutland, and goes around town collecting food or stealing food from other people to bring it back to feed him. Because he's too old to like go out and move and stuff like that, and then um, a few episodes in, yeah, that he passes on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's dark. That's creepy. 
Yep. Well, it's not creepy. It's just like that's that's way more adult than Pokemon usually gets. Right. Well, and I mean, then there's also in the anime with Mimikyu, um, I was telling you about this earlier. There are the things that Mimikyu says it wants to do to Pikachu that yes. like kill me out out of fright. Yep. Yeah, I really wish that like I could know what Mimikyu is saying, but uh, basically Meowth is just like, no, no one wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did you did you end up? No, you didn't get to the point with Mimikyu. No, I haven't caught it. Yeah. Not yet. I, I know. Like, I made it no secret. That's a big hard yet, though. Yet. You're yes. going to. Uh, my sem- my summer semester just ended. Well, so. even though apparently you might be starting over. Oh, yeah, because I don't know if I, I well, kind of want to remake If my you character. want to, uh, I, I will trade stuff. I'm sure I've got trading fodder okay. in my boxes Yeah, right we'll now. talk about it. Um, It's funny that you mentioned you like Mimikyu a lot because the anime, because that's part of the reason why I like mine. So I mine is Beware. Yes. Um, yeah. I... The funny thing is, is I'm not, I don't really care for Stuffle. Oh, I love Stuffle. Um, like, I think it's cute that he's always falling over. And I'm like, okay, Game Freak, did you have to put the tag literally right where his name so should cute. be? It's his tail. But it looks it's so cute. But it's not coming up where a tail normally goes. It's literally protruding from where his anus would Okay, be. but think about a teddy bear. That's where I know. tags are. Okay, anyway, so I'm not like huge on Stuffle. He's so cute. He's cute and everything. But when he evolved into Beware, I was just like... And there's also the fact that, you know, if he, if he beware wants to hug you, it's strong enough to kill you, which of course is dangerous because immediately the first thing I wanted to do when I saw him was hug him. Yep. Um, I have one named Pooh Bear. Aww. What, what color is his shiny? Is his shiny yellow? Uh, I think it's orange. You should look it up. Okay. Because it would be funny if it was yellow and it's just Winnie the Pooh. Aww. Um, no, I love Beware, um, like you had mentioned in the anime. Like, it's so funny, um, just how he screeches. Oh, so um, it's like a goldenrod. Yeah, it's oh, like a sort of okay. golden Shout color. out to Judo. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you saying, Jess? Oh, how he screeches in the anime, like when he gets excited or something. <laughs> yeah. He just lets out a loud, like... Apparently I need to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've only seen, like, an episode or two here or there, and it's, like, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Lily's also super sassy in the anime because she's just like a student with them. Her Pokemon is super sassy. The one that she can actually like touch. Like she finally finds one that she can like Which hold. Which Pokemon? Um, Alolan Vulpix. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Vulpix. it's so adorable. And she finally hugs him and then she is just like super like excited and happy that she actually has his Pokemon now. Yeah. I like it. But no, so I just, I love Beware and I love him for so many reasons, but one of them is his in-battle animations. His attacks are always, like, so slow, and it looks like he's... <laughs> it looks more like he's trying to pet you. Right. But it's like he's hitting you with the force of, like, a truck. And <laughs> this is kind of, like, mean of me, but I really love the animation that that he has when he gets hit. Oh, what is it? Because he, he ducks down and covers himself. Yeah. And he goes, oh! <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, so I have one named Pooh Bear, and... Um, I just really like him. I normally don't like f- normal or fighting types. So, like, surprise, surprise. Here's one that I really like. And um, He's normal and fighting? Yeah, he's normal fighting. And then Jeff likes the bug yeah. water, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like either of those? Yeah. That's funny. And um, Fluffy is a really good ability. What does that do? So Fluffy halves all damage from physical attacks. Well, for moves that make contact. For, yeah, for moves that make contact, but doubles, uh, but essentially makes him weak to fire. Right. Oh, it doubles okay. fire damage. Right. Um, 
but yeah, so that was awesome. Um, I'm really happy with my beware. That's uh, cool. Um, he's not my like number one favorite, but I also really like Delmize. Um, I thought it was kind of a weird concept because like the actual Pokemon is the like kelp that's holding the anchor. Mm-hmm. The anchor itself isn't it. Um, but I it's ghostly kelp. Ooh. I mean, that is very interesting. <laughs> but his ability seal worker. The fact that he has access to three separate types that are essentially stab. I just, first of all, I love steel. And I just really, really, really like him. Yeah, so steel worker is, an, um, is the ability that he has that gives him stab damage for steel attacks. Yeah. And he's ghost grass. Right. So. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's it's pretty cool. Super cool. It's super annoying because Acerola in the Elite Four, who does ghost types, mm-hmm. has a Delmize. And its signature move, Anchor Shot, makes it so you can't escape. Mm-hmm. And it's also a really strong steel attack. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And um, I was going in there and I was using Crunch with my uh, my Lycanroc. And I was like, oh, I can crunch this guy and knock him out beforehand. And I did knock him out, but he got Anchor Shot off me, so I couldn't leave. And then oh, hit me again. Oh, it persists after oh, does it persist? death? No, it doesn't persist after death. I'm sorry, I phrased that weird. Um he basically whittled my guy down to like next to nothing. So like he anger shot it and then your crunch wore him down, but you couldn't pull your like knock out. Exactly. Uh, which is really annoying. Yeah, no, my, my Delmize. So I just booted up my game for the first time in like months today. And my Delmize has anchor shot. What's the one? Uh, phantom force where he disappears Mm -hmm. and then hits them. Oh, cool. Um, Giga drain. And I don't remember his last one, but so it's basically just me holding them there, attacking them, and regaining all of my health. Wow. Yeah, the one wow. the one sad thing, not sad, but like unfortunate thing about that is his special attack's not very good. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really have access to strong physical um, grass-type moves. I gotta um, get my Pokemon leveled up so we can battle. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Get on our level. You know? Get good. <laughs> get um, good. So, Jeff, what is your what was your endgame team? Oh god, I don't even remember. So the team that I booted up today was not the team I finished with because I this was my first attempt at breeding like competitive levels. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure I ended with Freddy, my um, <laughs> Primarina, as in Freddy Mercury. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think I had Waka, who was my um, oh, what's his name? Pessimian. Yeah, my Pessimian, who also I don't like fighting types, but like I love this guy. He's so cute. Um. I think Delmize was on my last team. Uh, Glycopod for sure was. Uh, Mudsdale, I believe I had. Oh, yeah. And who was my sixth? I might have gone all the way with a Salandit or a Salazzle. I believe you did. I think I did. But I was trying not to because you were using a Salazzle. No, I wasn't. Oh, I thought you were. I was trying not to because you were using them. Oh, well. Then I, <laughs> I think that was my final six. I'm not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure that was That gives you a six. lot of good type coverage. Yeah. Um. So my ending team is I had a Palisand, which is just great. I love him so much. I'm surprised he wasn't your favorite. I really liked him, but his ability, Water Compaction, which is anytime they're hit with a water move, their defense raises two stages. Oh, wow. Um, I was having a lot of trouble using it appropriately. Uh, we actually recently heard about a strategy. This crazy strategy from the decks. Do you remember it? So it's for double battles. You do a Palisand and uh Sketch Guy. Oh, Smeargle? Smeargle, yeah. Okay. Um you have your Palisand holdy, weakness policy. 
Then you have your Smeargle use Water Shuriken on him, mm-hmm. on your own Palace Hand. So then if it hits... So when it hits, the weakness policy goes off, raising both of his attack stats two stages. Then he hits... Uh, you. His first turn, you use Amnesia, so his special defense rises two stages. Then each time a Water Shuriken hits, his defense goes up by two. So it'll get to the point that Water Shuriken's dealing, like, literally one damage. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it, it makes it so all of his stats other than speed are raised at least two stages after turn one. Oh and my it's like, God. How do you, how do you take that down? Well, you because Palisand <laughs> has really good stats just in general. It's yeah. a really strong Pokemon, but it's special attack is crazy high and it learns moves like earth power mm-hmm. and shadow ball. Mm-hmm. And it has, um, it has a special signature move called shore up where it restores half of its HP yeah. or three quarters of its HP. If it's in a sandstorm. So oh. oftentimes people give it Earth Power, um, Shadow Ball, Shore Up, and Sandstorm. Or I think in this specific strategy, they had you swap out your Smeargle for anyone with Sandstream and then just spam Shore Up, um, get yourself back to full health, and then it's really hard to take you You down. don't even have to spam it. Three quarters of your HP in one turn. Right. It's crazy. That sounds like yeah. a pain in the butt. Like, I would hate to be fighting against that. Right? Yeah. Like, I'd probably just, like, quit. I would have to, like, <laughs> Toxic... If you're running Leech Seed competitively. Um, and then just like spam, I guess, grass, dark, or ghost moves. Yeah. But like, oh god, that would be so frustrating to fight. Yeah. But yeah, no, his his water compaction is super interesting, but I was having difficulty using it in-game. Uh, but no, I just... I was Sorry. doing so well, well with Beware. I remembered you also have your Smeargle use um, Follow Me, so that after your first turn, they have to attack Smeargle. So that you give your Palisand time to heal himself. And then you just let your Smeargle die. Like, he has served his purpose. <laughs> he doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, like, his stats aren't good anyway, so there's no point in trying to keep him alive. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then... Still better than Sunflora. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I have him, and I have I have Darien, my... Your Decidueye. My Decidueye, um, named after... Tuxedo Mask. Tuxi- tuxedo Mask. Um, and I loved him. Grass Ghost is a super cool typing. Uh, Spirit Shackle is a super awesome ability. I mean, attack. Um, it was actually really hard to get used to playing him for me because grass type Pokemon are usually really bulky and he's super fragile. Oh, really? Yeah. He has a really high attack stat and a really decent speed. And I think his special attack's okay if you need to do that, but his defenses are not good. Hmm. Hmm. So like considering... Grass Ghost. Grass and Ghost don't help each other at all. No. He has quite a few weaknesses. Um, I had to play really aggressively, but I had to watch myself. It was really strange. Interesting. Um, but then I had Beware. I had... So I had Pooh Bear. And then I had... Oh, God. What is his? What what is the Pokemon called? Crabomitable. Oh. oh He's yeah. Crabomitable. I was not a fan of him. Um... <laughs> He's so ugly. <laughs> He's so ugly, you guys. But um, <laughs> I really liked I really liked using him, um, which is surprising because y- you can't catch him until like yeah, I think you can't he, get a Kerbomino until like until Victory Road. Really? Yeah, Victory Road is the first uh, place where you can catch. I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, you can I might catch Crabrawler. Yeah, but he can't evolve until you're in snow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, but I liked him. He was really strong. Um, he served me really well against the uh, fight against Kukui. Um, 
just because one of the Pokemon he has is an Alolan Vulpix. Mm-hmm. And Alolan Vulpix really likes to just spam Ice Beam, right? but it doesn't really affect him as much. And Crambomitable had um, Hammer Arm at that point. Oh, good. Um, and then I had a Rebombi. Yeah, you took that thing to the end. <laughs> I have a level 74 Rebombi, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's so good. It's The one thing about it is it's actually has decent defenses, but it has really low HP. Right. So, like, if something can hit it hard, it's going to mess it up. But he has Dazzling Gleam. Um, yeah, it still has Pollen Puff, yeah. Pollen Puff, which is super good. It's like a 80 power special bug type move that um, deals damage to enemies. And if you use it on uh, targets, target allies, it heals them for half their HP. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, he also has Stun Spore, which is just right. fantastic. Um, and I'm missing one, aren't I? I have Crabomitable, Darien, Pooh Bear, um, Ribombi, Palisand. Oh, this is going to bother me so much, but I'm missing one. I have no idea. Um, yeah, so uh, that's... Gonna, and something else. Yeah, that's going to drive me insane. It'll probably pop back into my brain halfway through the recording. Um, so Jess, what was your hey. final team? Uh, I don't have a final <laughs> team. <laughs> uh, my team yeah, right bish. now... I only remember three of them out of the six. Um, first one being Tyson, right. my Incineroar, after Beyblade. <laughs> um, she wanted to nickname it Let It Rip instead. <laughs> and then I said it should be Beyblade. B-A-E-Blade. Beyblade. I like it. Beyblades like with three Zs. No. Oh my gosh. That's too far. <laughs> um, wishy-washy. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Wishy-washy. Sorry. Oh, you had a wishy-washy too? I, no. I um, I looked up the old in Pokedex. I had a Toucanon. Oh, oh, God, I hated yeah, that that's thing. that's right. Toucanon is so yeah, it's really good. good. Yeah, it's just super good. And it ha- and um, Beak Blast is crazy strong. Yeah. So I'm uh, sorry. No, it's I okay. Loved my I'm glad toucanon. that you remembered. I, I, uh, Toucan Sam, that was his name. Toucan Sam. I like it. Based on Fruit the, Loops. Fruit Loops, yeah. Yeah. Um, so sorry, you had a wishy-washy. <laughs> no, it's okay. And then after that, I had, oh, a Vickabolt. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, and um, a Magnemite, too. Okay. I was leveling that up. I think it's a Magneton at the moment. Um, but not a zone. No, not yet. And Where then, do you oh. get a Magnezone in Alola? You level it up at the uh, power map. The, where you find Sophocles. Oh, Just gotcha, out, gotcha. outside of that is where it evolves. Mud's, Mudsdale? Yeah. Wait, what's the smaller uh, uh, basic form? Mudbray. Yeah, I have that one too. I don't remember my sixth. Oh, well. Did you have six Pokemon? <laughs> I did have six Pokemon? Excuse you? Um, I, if I could, I probably would have tried to find um, a Cubone because I really mm. like Alolan uh, Marak. Yeah. yeah. So cool looking. If you were going to use an Alolan variant, Jeff, what would you use? Sand Slash. Oh, oh, yeah, I should have seen that coming. Steel Ice. Like, I get he's, like, the, the glassiest cannon. But, like, oh, I love him so much. A little puff of fire. Well, and whatever. And he's dead. Or, you know, a fist. <laughs> Two quadruple weaknesses. Or, yeah. But, no, um, I just really, really like him. And I like his secret ability. Hidden ability? Hidden ability. Because um, it ups his speed in a snowstorm. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just, it it's nice. Because, like... They lowered his speed to compensate for the, like, steel and ice typing mm-hmm. from his... Because original Sand Slash is fairly fast, despite being a ground type. Um, so they lowered his speed, but upped his attack. So being able to double his speed with that higher attack stat is what, just Flush Rush? great. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's because right. he slides on yeah. his belly. 
Sorry, he's so cute. I love <laughs> You're him so, so much. You're so cute. Thanks. I love you so much. What about much. you? What is your favorite Alolan I'm a basic form? bitch. Mine would have been Alolan Raichu. Oh, okay. He's so cute, you he guys. He reminds me of like Silver Surfer. Yeah. The, <laughs> the funny thing is, is if you look at his design aesthetically, he was supposed, he like looks like a Malasada. Oh, yeah. Um, really? And, yes. And po- po- one of his no, Pokedex awesome. and one of his Pokedex entries uh, actually says they think part of the reason why he might have evolved the way he does is because they feed their Pikachu Malasada. Well, they call oh, him pancakes. Huh. They say they feed him pancakes, but it's Malasada. In in the anime, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, there was a little Raichu that was working at like this pancake shop mm-hmm. with like his owner or whatever, and they had um like this national holiday and in Alola where uh, they race holding pancakes, a stack <laughs> of pancakes. And whoever like gets to the finish line through all the obstacle courses without dropping their pancakes wins. That's amazing. And this Raichu is like the renowned champion. I am Because he can that. float. <laughs> right? It's like so easy for him. Cheating. It's hilarious. so funny. There was, um, what is that baby koala, the one that always sleeps? Koala. Yeah, he Literally was in the race Jeff. too. Yes. And he was just sleeping and he had like <laughs> this plate, like somehow, I think he was like rolling or something like along in this plate. I don't know. It was just super funny. That's amazing. Um, the, the Alolan Professor Oak. Um, Samson. Samson. Yeah. He um, is the owner of that uh, Kamala. Kamala. I approve. Yeah. I love Kamala. It's fantastic. So sorry to deter that, but no, it no, just made fantastic. me think about uh, that episode. Yeah. No, um, I think that they did a really good job with the Alolan variants. Yeah. I think that yeah. with very few exceptions, there's an Alolan variant that we are all like, uh, not a fan. There are three favorites for me. Um, I really like the Alolan um, Ninetales. Mm-hmm. That one's the very high up, and so is the Marowak. Um, probably to a lesser extent um, than the Alolan Ninetales. But I really like Muck, too. Yeah. I love Alolan yeah. Muck. I love that his oh colors God, his are GF just like... cards look so good. Yeah, and I really want to make it work, yeah. but dude, that's yeah, going to be so rough. Yeah, he's not great. No. But like, he's one of the few secret rares that looks really, really good because it's all rainbowed, and he already is. <laughs> yep. All rainbowed, basically. Why Why is his card not good? Um, Because, so... It's just underpowered compared to the other GXs I think, that came out. I think it requires three energy, two colorless, one black. I might be wrong. It might be two colorless and two black, but basically it has a an ability that's uh, 10 plus, and it does 70 damage more for each uh, status condition that's on your opponent's active well, Pokemon. That's not very good, um, but comparatively. It's, it's paired with Salazzle. You play not the GX version, but you evolve your Salazzle, and what it does is it makes your opponent's active Pokemon uh, poisoned and burned. So already right there, you have two status conditions on your opponent's active Pokemon. So you're doing like 150 with your Alolan Muck, but it just requires the, setup to the do The problem okay. is that means that you have to, I guess if you evolve it and then, does it happen on evolution? It happens on evolution. Oh, okay, so you would evolve then swap. Um, basically, basically, to do it in the yeah, in but one you turn. would honestly, you don't even have, no, it doesn't have to be on your, it doesn't have to be your active Pokemon. You would just evolve it onto your bench, or something. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, but then uh, Alolan Muck's uh, GX ability isn't very good either. But it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. But if you pair it with uh, Darkrai GX, Darkrai GX's um, ability says that if your opponent's active Pokemon is affected by a status condition or something like that, then it's an automatic knockout. Yeah. Oh. Wow. No, Darkrai GX is like some bullcrap. I think Necrozma GX is some bullcrap. Have you seen its GX ability? It does 100 no. damage to each of your opponent's GXs. 
What? Yeah, and it only requires colorless energy to do it. So you can uh, put it into any of like your decks as like a tech or something. It's my main problem with the Darkrai GX is that he can come back. If he's in your graveyard, he yeah, comes back with to, an your, energy. to your bench with an energy already attached. How? It's just it's, it's a, like his resurrection ability. ability. Yeah, it's an ability he has. That if he's in your discard pile, you can put him onto your bench with a dark energy from your discard pile already attached. For free? Yeah. Yeah. Just because. It's, yeah. That's Which, insane. Like, if you think about it, if I'm able to keep knocking out your Darkrai, great. That means I'm going to win really fast. Yeah. But also, I have to be able to knock out your Darkrai. And I figured yeah. you'd be happy to know, Jeff. Um, Metagross is actually top tier right now. Um, the new Gardevoir GX, um, which has a lot of hype right now. Uh, her weakness is steel, mm. so it's making Metagross even better than it is. Sweet. So mm, to counter, yeah, deck. like it's really cool. Do you want to do a Glyzapod deck? Uh, um, I know it's so, so conflicting. <laughs> right. I'm, yeah, sorry, that was. We should probably get back to yeah. the actual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the, I, I will say real quick, um, I do. There are some Pokemon I wish had gotten all the forms that didn't. Like Squirtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the problem is, if they had done Squirtle, they yes. would have had to do Charmander and Bulbasaur as well. Nope. <laughs> they made a Charizard GX. Where's my Blastoise GX? You'll get one. I promise you'll get one. Good. I mean, to be fair. But also, Charizard's one of the big three icons of Pokemon, so... I know. Blastoise is not. <laughs> Why is... I, I honestly, like... Blastoise I... is just a fat turtle. Blastoise Excuse is more popular in Japan. Excuse me? Blastoises? Yeah. Oh, okay, So cool. in Japan, Pokemon Blue outsold Pokemon Red by a... Or by... I oh, know, it's Pokemon Green in Japan. Um, outsold Pokemon Red by, like, a massive margin. And then in America, Red sold out Blue by, like, the same margin. And it's because, like... So I, I guess it's that Venusaur is super popular over there. Or did no, or did they do Red, Blue, and then Green, whereas we got Red, Blue, and then Yellow? No, they just did Red and Green. They did Red, Green, and Yellow. Okay. But um, they think it's because, like the old Japanese monster movies like Godzilla and things like that, Venusaur fits that type, that, like, appeal more. Whereas oh, Americans are obsessed with, like, the European dragons, which right. is what Charizard looks more like. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't hate Charizard. I just play hate Charizard. That's fair. Just because he's, like, of course there's Blastoise, and then other people can choose Charizard, but in my opinion, they're choosing wrong. But <laughs> I, it's just so playful. Like, right. I don't really hate Charizard. He's actually pretty cool looking, right. but... But no, the, the one that I really wanted in a Lolan form was uh, Jinx. Uh, oh. I get why they didn't, because I think Game Freak and Pokemon want to just sort of pretend Jinx doesn't exist anymore. Because, um, like, she hasn't gotten a card in a while. Um, she's just... Well, to be fair, her last card definitely caused problems. I don't remember her, her last, last card. card. Well, like, her, the, I think it's the first card of her. It's it, it was the whole scandal around her being racist unintentionally. Um, but I, I wanted them to do her as like a hula dancer and make her grass fire as like an homage to Pele, the Hawaiian goddess of fire. Hmm. And she's like volcanoes and stuff like that. And hmm. I just, I have this really clear concept in my head on what she should be. And I'm really sad that it's just, it didn't happen. I understand why it didn't. I just wish it had. Yeah. So uh, anyway, okay. That's my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> One of several. Um, so we're going to move forward to talk about some of like, the mechanics of the game more. Um, how did you guys feel about the difficulty of Gen 7? What difficulty? <laughs> this I'm was not a hard that, game. <laughs> I'm kind of on uh, the same boat as Jeff on that one. Well, I mean, Victory Road is actually pretty hard. Well, then I guess my opinion <laughs> I'm, like, so far doesn't really like, I'm matter. Because I'm only like past, I think, Island 2 or 3. 
Yeah. As opposed to being it's, done. There was one spot in the game that I had to like get, I had to grind a bit, but it wasn't because of a trainer. It was just the Pokemon there were stronger. And I had gotten there so quickly that I was underleveled. <laughs> but like, as far as the battles go, like the the trial captains and the kahunas and stuff, it was it's just a really easy game. Yeah, one thing that I had an issue with was, so, you know, obviously I picked Rowlet. Um, so, for example, take Olivia. Olivia is the rock uh, trial leader, trial captain, and she gave me absolutely no problem I thought Olivia was a kahuna. That's what I meant. Yeah, I she's apologize. the kahuna of the second island. Yeah, she's the kahuna, but she's a rock trainer. Right. And she uses only rock types. And I literally did not have to stop for a second. I used three razor leaves and I beat her team. Yeah. That's pretty much... Um, my, I think it was a what's popular second form, Brione. Yeah, I think my Brione just wiped the floor with her. Yeah, she doesn't. Ha- she like the trainers who fit into a type don't have any type coverage. They don't have moves to cover those types. Mm-hmm. It was right. just disappointing. Right. So, um, yeah, no, th- this game is not difficult. I it it's like we said in one of our previous episodes. I feel like. From Gen 3 on, the games that really feels like it starts holding your hand. Yep. Well, I mean, games change over time. It's their kind of evolution, I suppose. Right. I just, I wish that there was like a challenge mode or something. Kind of like they tried to do in Gen 5, but good. Yeah. I don't want to talk about hard (laughs) mode, quote unquote, in Gen 5. I, I would have liked it if I had the option from the beginning. The fact that you have to beat the game and then do it. No, just let me do it. Yeah. I'm ready. My body is ready. My <laughs> mind is ready. I I think it, I still think it would be cool, although not likely, if we had sort of like a they made a Pokemon game with like the similar mechanics and stuff like that, but very clearly more geared towards people our age. Because mm-hmm. like we're the generation that we that first got Pokemon. Right. Right. I mean um, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. But um, what? Do you guys? What did you guys think of your the like rival battle? Because I know that you fought how a few times at least. Yeah, um, unimpressed. But yeah. Eh. Again, I, I like the theory that you mentioned. I think you mentioned it last week on air um, that like you're actually playing the rival, and how is the protagonist? Yes, I really I, like that theory too. Yeah, I like headcanon accepted. Mostly because like that's the only way I can justify beating him so easily. <laughs> Is that like, I'm the blue in this situation, or I'm the silver in this situation? Well, it also feels like you fight how a lot, mm-hmm. like more than I felt was really needed, and it felt like I fought him so frequently that there was never any real change in his party. So I think they did that because in Gen Six, because you had Serena and Shauna and Trevor and Tierno, Tierno, like you were you only fought Serena like three times. Where, so I think that they were saying, like, she was supposed to be your rival. You probably should have fought her more. So then they overcompensated with how and made it so, like, you're going to fight him every time you see him, you know? Yeah. But it's like there were times that I would fight him and then I would fight him, like, 20 minutes later and his team hasn't changed and they've <laughs> all gained, like, two levels. Right. And I'm like, I haven't even healed since the last time I fought you. <laughs> like, child, I have no time for this. Right. Literally. Right. I did really like that he got an Alolan Raichu because, like I said earlier, Alolan Raichu is super cute. That's fair. Um, so what do you think made this generation different? Like, what features or things were implemented um, either mechanically or 
in the story that you think really changed the experience for the better for you guys? Um, well, I'm pretty, I don't know. I really like that we were able to change how our characters looked. I don't know how well that plays towards like, you know, enriching gameplay experience. But that's but I, not what I asked. I asked if your experience and if that changed your experience for you, that's great. Oh, it didn't. It did definitely change my experience. Um, just being able to, you know, kind of shop around, kind of get my character to look the way that I... To know what it's like to afford yeah. clothes. <laughs> I know the struggle. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite features. Yeah. I mean, I know that I enjoyed playing a blonde girl with long, luscious hair. <laughs> well, that's part of the reason why I may be switching or restarting my game so I could be a dude. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jess, I, I like played a girl like right from the get go and Jess is regretting not playing a boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. Gay people. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what are you, Jeff? Are you a boy or are you a girl? I'm a boy. You're I'm a boy? okay with it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as like what was different in this gen that I liked, um, the the trial captains felt much more, I don't know, like alive. Relevant. Yeah. Than like the gym leaders of the past. Um, in, in older gens, it would be like this one gym leader is important for like this one arc, but that's it. And whereas in this one, it feels like the trial captains are a much more part of the the community that they're serving and i feel like that was always supposed to be the point Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and it's definitely relevant relevant with the uh kahunas yeah like you meet tons of npcs that talk about how like oh my gosh kahuna livia is so great she does so much so much wonderful things for our community yeah stuff like that yeah yeah um i personally really liked the implement implementation i'm (laughs) saying that word wrong um of poke ride yeah um yeah i really liked (laughs) not having to not having to teach my pokemon tms i mean hms Mm -hmm. um i thought that that was just nice i'm yeah not having to rely on always having the right hm was great yeah no does that add to the simplicity of the game that you don't have to have your Pokemon like I think with it, you that has cut or rock smash. I think it does, but in a good way. <laughs> okay. I, I did, there were many times in previous gens where I would literally just have a TM slave. Yeah. Or HM yeah. slave where I would be like, oh, hey, here you go, Zigzagoon. You're going to learn strength, cut. Surf because surf. he can learn surf. That's Bidoof. I'm pretty sure Zigzagoon can too. Regardless. Like, there were several times where I would just have a Pokemon with four right. HMs. And I feel like that can kind of just defeats the whole point of the game. Okay. okay. So, I actually, I haven't had an HM slave since I found this comic on, I think, Tumblr. That, like, it hit me hard. Um, it's the story, um, it's telling a story from a B-Doof's perspective. And it says, like, I love my trainer. He treats me so well, blah, blah, blah. Um... But then it, it you start to like slowly see that this guy doesn't really give a crap about the Bidoof. And it reaches a point where uh, his trainer returns a Charmeleon, sends out Bidoof, and then you see him healing the Charmeleon and be- lets Bidoof get knocked out. And then the last panel is saying, um, but my trainer would never do that. And it's like, this is clearly the HM slave on the team. 
and like it hit me really hard and i this is where i take why these games you, way too seriously why are you giving me these feelings right and so like since i saw that comic i've never had another one i always spread them out across my team because like the whole point is that you don't do that to your pokemon no i don't know it just maybe i take this too seriously but like well yeah. no i think that's fair yeah um so like i really liked that and i also really liked that they made it very clear that the reason poke Red exists is because in alola you, the people live with the pokemon it's not like a very clear that's like true. this is the border between the town and the grass like right you know what i mean yeah yeah um and so i i really liked that experience i um I just think that that was a really cool little feature, and I think that they did a really good job tying it in. It didn't just feel very much like a, here's a forced service you use. Right. Sorry, I found the comic. You found it's way it. worse than I remember. Jeff's going to start crying can any second now. Can you send that to me? I, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Okay, uh, yeah, he's going to tweet it. We're going to put it on social media so we can all cry together. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's super sad, guys. I'm not ready. And I was wrong. It's not a Charmeleon. It's a Chimchar. Well, and it's like... We, so we get the Charmeleon of Gen 4. We have all of these feelings because this is just what we do. We take this game very seriously. It's like the time yep. when we were recording and I told the story of the, uh, the the origins of Missing No. Do you not remember this? No. So there's this comic that I read that it was called um, The Origins of Missing No. And it's um, it's just sort of like a data log. Oh, and I do remember this. Do you remember this, Jess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's hard. It's hard to think about. Um, but yeah. So um, <laughs> moving going on. to <laughs> press those feelings down and repress them like we're supposed to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're going to sort of go on the flip side. What was introduced in this generation that you guys like didn't care for? Like what... What was something that they added that you thought was unnecessary or was poorly implemented? Um, as f- for me, I didn't like that um, when you go into like the fight mode and you can select an, uh, an, an attack to use against your opponent's Pokemon, it told you, oh, this ability is um, strong against the Pokemon that you're facing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like that. I liked having to learn by experience. Like, oh, I use this ability on like this rock Pokemon. That's not actually, it's not very effective. I'll know for next time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus it just telling me. Right. Yeah. Um, Battle Royal. (laughs) I really hated it. (laughs) First of all, call it Royale. (laughs) But they don't. It's the Battle Royal. Um, To me, it felt like the game's gimmicky battle system like the subway from gen 5 that like which i was really hoping they weren't going to add and it's i just didn't enjoy it at all the only time that i liked one of those was the battle maison from gen set gen uh, 6 but like i don't know maybe i'm just not good at them but they felt like such a weird difficult way to think about battling Hmm. um that it just i was not a fan was Battle Royale the one where um, you were going up against the uh, masked wrestler? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I was okay with that one, um, more so than the Subway one from the other generation. Yeah. I didn't fair. like that one. The Battle Subway seemed completely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, so my thing kind of ties into what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about the story next and our thoughts on that. One thing that I was, I thought was unnecessary was the implementation of two teams um 
Um, one's a foundation. Anyway, um, <laughs> it fe- felt very much like you could have easily removed one of the teams and the other team could have just taken that role. Hmm. Um, it felt like you could have just removed Team Skull completely and the Ether Foundation could have just done everything like mm-hmm. super easily. Or you could have removed the Ether Foundation and just have it have been this is some dark broody thing that Team Skull was doing. Um, and it felt very much like they put in two teams and it's I feel like they did it because they wanted to have an excuse to implement Lusamine as a character and you know tie in um, Lily and Gladion but it just it felt very unnecessary it felt mm-hmm. very much like there were a couple of times like Jeff and I were talking about this earlier um, it felt very much like it was like a um, like oh here's this mysterious connection between Guzma and Lusamine but then it's never really explained how that connection formed or what happened right. it's just kind of like there are they just friends or do we not know we don't know so, we don't oh, know it's, maybe I, lily's father well no he's like, like 16 uh, canonically oh. he's like 16 yeah <laughs> never, never yeah. mind see and, i thought that too which is also really weird because he and kukui went to school together right so that means either kukui is like 16 or, or Kukui's really dumb and got held back a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah or guzma's really smart or Maybe. Kakui and Guzma just went to a school where they were both there. Yeah, they, oh. yeah. Because because the thing is is that they were both going to school to be become trial captains. Right. And, and neither Guzma. one of them did. Guzma, like something happened to that guy. Now he's he got, a leader he, of Team Skull. Yeah, he got rejected. I I almost uh, wish that it had been something that like Team Skull was formed by the Ether Foundation in order to like distract people from what they're really doing. Yeah, I and think like, you've I, mentioned that, that before. Or they were formed. I would have been okay with if they like were formed as like a resistance. Yeah. To the Ether but Foundation. instead, it's just like here's these two independent groups that are kind of connected, but we're not really going to explain why. Why is know. he only sixteen? I wish he was older. I know it's weird. Hmm. It's super weird. Because he looks older than like everyone else. Right. He looks. He team. looks like all of like they, he looks like an adult, like all the other adult NPCs. Right. Yeah. But he's supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen. I don't yeah. like it. Is he in the anime? Is um. Oh, I'm sure that he's shown up. Um, I'm not caught up all the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say it would be really weird if he just wasn't in the anime. Yeah, like it's. But just... then again, like Lily's in the anime and not like she is in the games at all. Yeah. Is well, how in the anime? How? Um. No. No. That's weird. I haven't seen how. Um. The water trial captain's in it. And she's like a friend with Ash. Lana. Lana. Yeah. <laughs> and then. So <laughs> I know Kiawe's in it because he's in the first episode. And Sophocles. Yeah. They're all, all of the trial captains, all of the main four. Yes. Kiawe's in there. And, and the girl, the, the grass girl. Mala. Yes. Yeah. And Lily. And, but she doesn't have Nebby or anything like that. I wish she did. <laughs> That'd she be pretty spends, cool. She spends the entire series just trying to keep him in the bag. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the plot of Sun and Moon. <laughs> Let Nebby out of the bag. <laughs> I saw this really funny picture that it was um, an NBA player slam dunking, but it was, uh, he put Lily's head over the NBA player, Nebby over the bag, <laughs> and instead of the basket, it was her bag. So it was um, Nebby over the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Nebby, that's so awesome. Yeah, and the caption was stay in the bag, Nebby. <laughs> um, I saw one that it's, it shows like Lily standing there with little motion signs around the uh, the bag and it zooms in on the bag and it finally just says free him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what did you guys think about the characters in the game? Specific, like specifically your like family members, Kukui, your rival. I liked Kukui. What was it you said earlier about when he keeps knocking on your door or he keeps coming in your house? Like walking and be like, mommy, <laughs> mama. <laughs> Cause he just like keeps showing up. Like you walk in there and they're all like talking to each other. And it's like, oh, what's going on here? Th- what am I interrupting? <laughs> Should um, I leave? Yes. I like that your mom is like a person. Like that's something they really started. I think in gen six with uh, grace being a national Rhyhorn racer. Which um. is the most exciting sport in the world. <laughs> what are the other moms? They're not people? Huh? Not really. Not they're they're really. your mom. They're like a super two-dimensional character. Right. Yeah, they just give you the map. Right. Well, not even always. In Gen 1, uh, Blue's sister, Daisy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like... And in uh, Gen 2, she doesn't give you the map either. But she does give you the Pokegear. She gives you the Pokegear, but she doesn't give you the map. Well, yeah. they've given us things. It's... I'm just saying... You're calling our moms, not well, it's people. Like, well, it's like well, it's they in, have more of a character now. In like, Gen 4, they finally gave her a name. Yeah. I gotcha. Why don't I remember your mom's name in Gen 4? Well, I don't know. Why don't you remember something about Gen 4, Jeffrey? Because I haven't played it in forever. But no, she's um, she's a Pokemon coordinator. Gen 5, they don't really, again. And then Gen 6, she's a Raihorn racer. And in Gen 7, she is still just your mom, but she's a much more like, she's more of a presence to you than I feel like they have been in the past. So yeah, no, your mom. I get ya. Now I'm just messing around because you said they're they're not, not people. people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, this is gonna bug me. I have to look it up. I'm looking it up already. I want to say like Gloria, but that doesn't seem right. It's um. As soon as you say it, let me see where is it. I'm trying to picture the cutscene when you first go into the contest hall because your mom is there, and the coordinator, the like coordinator woman. Is like, oh, you're her son or you're her daughter, and it's like, yeah, Joanna, Johanna. That's it. Uh, thank you. The f- ironically, her- though, she has a, a, like a big character, like she has a presence in the game, but your mom doesn't have a name in, in Alola. Right. Oh yeah, That's I was weird. gonna ask. I'm like, what is her right. name? <laughs> but so, no, yeah. Professor Kukui just over all the time. Right. Talking to my mom. Right. <laughs> Even though he's married. Like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Speaking of which, I love his wife, too. <laughs> his wife is so funny. Yeah. The sass is real. Um, what about everyone's favorite? How? Eh. G- generic best friend character. Yeah. One That's of my favorite it, things yeah. is in the game, there's a point where uh, How says, hey, did you know something? Um, he runs up to you and, like, say you're playing he would go hey Jess did you know and you have the option of saying yes or no and if you say yes he looks at you and goes I didn't even finish my sentence yet (laughs) (laughs) but I'm pretty sure if you say no he's like of course not I didn't finish asking you yet and it's like boy there's no way around it the sass is real (laughs) and I mean I think everyone knows the true star of the game Nebby Nebby (laughs) oh my god that's what I was thinking too (laughs) Nebby and his home well I mean the bag so Galeo, the sun, a star. 
Are you, that was weird. Are you, that was a terrible, Are you done? Joke. Like, that was really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, for me. Yeah, I get star. it. It's just bad. It was terrible. Oh, my God. That was bad, and you should feel bad. I don't feel bad. Well, you I'm should. The, I would do it again. <laughs> um, can you not ever <laughs> subject me to that? I have to make you all feel uncomfortable. No, you don't. All right. Well, speaking of feeling uncomfortable, since Jess can't answer this question, hey, Jeff, how do you feel about post-game? Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of attacked right now. Good, I'm attacking you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems fine. I haven't finished it because, like, I and, haven't um, finished the Ultra Beasts. Why, why, why haven't you finished because the Ultra Beasts? You, you haven't have finished work... it. No, I haven't. Hmm. But at least I've beaten the game, hmm. like the but main plot. At least I'm more than halfway through finished. it. Anywho, why haven't you finished the? Because post-game? you have to work with Looker. I hate that guy <laughs> so much. <laughs> Clearly, Mike is superior here. Yes, I'm no, the, I'm the superiorist <laughs> because I have Get finished the game. Out. I have beaten the game, beaten all the ultra beasts. No, gone it's... to the battle tree. Fought red and blue. <laughs> I've gone to the battle tree. Thanks. Have you fought Cynthia? No, I haven't um, fought her. I fought Wally. Hmm. Did you beat him? Yes. Did I beat Good. Wally? <laughs> I could breathe in Wally's direction and he'd die. Oh my god. Um, not true. The clean air in Verdant Turf Town made him better. So funny that you should say that. <laughs> I just, just listened to our Rivals episode from like a year ago. And you are defending the fact that Wally would die. <laughs> the entire episode. Oh, really? And I'm like, no, the, the clean air from Verdant Turf <laughs> cured, cured him. And you're like, no, he's dead. <laughs> Asthma is a deadly, deadly disease. <laughs> Whatever. Um... But anyway, back to the question you asked me that you didn't, didn't let me answer. I hate Looker. He's really frustrating and annoying, and I just... Can you explain? It started in Gen 4 in Platinum, but he was so, like, over-the-top and goofy that I was like, I can't take this seriously as the role he's supposed to be playing. It's really hard to take a Pokemon game seriously. <laughs> but we all do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, as I was, like, recalling us, like, crying <laughs> <Right>. over that. <laughs> right? Poor um, doof. But then, like, in Gen 6, it was a little better because you're, like, actually investigating something. The funny thing is, is I don't, I know I did it, but I don't remember what you're, the deal with Reloker at all in Gen 6. Like, not even a little bit. Um, I remember it a little bit, but, like, it's just, I have a hard time caring. And, like, I don't really like the Ultra Beasts as a concept. Like, they advertised it so long that, like, these aren't Pokemon. They're some mysterious other thing. It's like, no, they're literally just Pokemon from a different dimension. They are literally Pokemon. <laughs> And it really bugs me that they went that way. So I like I have a hard time caring about the the post game stuff because I don't like Looker. I don't care about his partner that joins you, and I don't like the Ultra Beasts. So where's your motivation? The motivation <laughs> is the hundred. They're like the like million dollars that they you get one million. It. You get one million dollars when you complete it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much <laughs> shopping I can do? That's literally what Michael did. Oh, I, I bought- could go buy every outfit. That's what I did. Oh my God. Perfect. Yeah. So it's like, sure, I want the million dollars, but like. How badly uh, do you want the million dollars? Not that badly. <laughs> um, do you feel like this game is has replayability for you? Yeah. Well, I mean, more than a standard Pokemon game. Like compared to previous generations, is this one that you would be excited to get up and play again? Or are you still like, no, I don't have to play it. I can play Gen 4 for like 16 years before I play it again. It does have replayability. Um, I actually was thinking about playing through it again 
The problem is I would need to buy a second cartridge for it or invest in Pokemon Bank. We have Pokemon Bank. Since when? Since like two years ago. Anyway, because all of like, this is the file that I was trying to work on my Pokedex on so hard that like, oh no, so I haven't transferred anything in if I didn't know we had Pokemon Bank. I don't know. I guess I could. Like, yes, I've been thinking about starting a new file. I guess that was a really, really (laughs) roundabout answer. Um, Whatever. So I personally enjoyed the post game because of how fast it went. (laughs) So when you catch the Ultra Beasts, Looker tells you where to go. And when you go there, the Ultra Beasts have like an 80% chance to spawn with each random encounter. Oh, wow. It's like, it's not, it's not hard to find them. Um, and I liked the Ultra Beast battles because the Ultra Beasts all have like a thing that they do. Mm-hmm. They have a stat called Beast. They have an ability called Beast Boost, mm-hmm. which it's, is it every turn? No, I thought it was when they knock something out. Yes, that's it. It's if they knock something out, a designated stat goes up by two stages. Hmm. So like if they start knocking things out, it gets really hard to kill them. Hmm. Um, and they, they all have like a thing, like a gimmick that they do. Um, but the one issue I have is that their catch rate is abysmally low and you can only catch them with ultra balls and ultra balls catch rate is like, are they called ultra balls? Yeah. That's dumb. They're not Pokemon. No, no, no. They're not ultra balls. I'm sorry. They're going to say there's already an ultra ball. (laughs) Oh God. What are they called? Give me a moment. Um, but it's so funny because you can use the, the not ultra ball. Uh, I was going to say if, if you could use an ultra ball to catch not Pokemon, Right. It's really weird. Right. But no, it's this like special Pokeball that like it's still just a Pokeball. That that's why they bother me so much. It's like they're just Pokemon, just call them Pokemon. It's fine. Would you be fine if, if you couldn't capture them? Yes. Mm. Like I almost wish that they were like, it's a new classification of Pokemon. That like there's only these ten or however many there are. Um, and they're like essentially this game's pseudo legendaries and there's just a bunch of them. Gotcha, you know? yeah. I would rather it be something like that rather than like, these totally aren't Pokemon, wank. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is that it's never actually confirmed if they're Pokemon or not. They might be the dominant species of that. True, but what... It, my main problem is the way that Nintendo and Game Freak advertised this because they explicitly advertised that these were not Pokemon. They are Beast Balls. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Beast but balls. like... They specifically told us these are a mysterious other force that are not Pokemon, and humans and Pokemon will have to come together to beat them. And that, none of that is true. Not one word of that is true. <laughs> well, I just have a problem. With it. Um, there's also the fact that, like I said, the post game is fairly quick. You get one million dollars, <laughs> and um, you do get a lot of experience for doing it. Um. And then the battle tree's cool. I like the battle tree. Um, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's way harder than I would have expected. It, it's harder than like its equivalents. Like I would put it there with like the battle tower or the battle frontier. But it's harder and than it's them. Way harder. Yeah. That's awesome. I have done a couple battles there of just like the random ones, and yeah, it's it's real hard. Like I get like five or six battles in, and then I start like losing fast. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I think, so when you first go there, you fight, you choose to fight red or blue, right? Mm-hmm. I believe I beat them and got into it. And then like, I was like, I can't keep going because this is really, really hard. Yeah. I, I fought Wally. He was the first one that I fought because you fight someone, I think it's every 10 stages. 
I don't remember. I don't even think I made it that far. But um, yeah, who did you fight? I think you fought red because I fought blue. I don't remember. I honestly don't. Um, I want to say I fought blue because I think I thought I remembered fighting uh, Nido King. Oh, but but um, I also love that the internet has decided that red and blue are a gay couple now. Yes. Yes, I I've seen that. <laughs> um, there's a comic that I saw online that was really cute. That it was um, blue convincing red, who is his boyfriend, to go on a vacation to Alola with him. Ah. <laughs> but yeah. I accept it. Headcanon accepted. Like, I accept it if I didn't know that these games came out of Japan. <laughs> you know? Because, like, Japan has a huge problem with gay people. They have a huge problem with gay people who are out. True. And they have gay a people lot. in, like, media. They have a lot of, like, implied gayness. <laughs> the best kind of gayness. <laughs> so are you saying that all of Japan is on the DL? Yeah. <laughs> why do you, why do you think... It's just in... All of Japan is gay. <laughs> Why do you think Jess wants to go so bad? Because she's a weeb. <laughs> oh. You, you be proud men, of your weeaboo status. No, Min got me, or uh, she was um, about to get me the shirt at the uh, Japanese uh, festival in Sacramento, um, San Francisco. And it said something about, like, weeaboo trash. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to give me a hat that said it. And I'm like, gosh, uh, dang it. Hilarious. And, like, everyone at the stand started laughing because she's like, hey, Jess. I'm gonna get that hat for you, and the guys like looked, and then they started laughing, and I'm. I'm just I mean, not gonna lie, that's hilarious. Are they wrong? They're not wrong. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great. I love it. <laughs> so, the last thing we're gonna talk about is the general like feel of Alola. The aesthetic. The aesthetic, yes. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the Pokemon. Okay, well, there. Were... Podcast over. Just liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna back that up. I liked it because of something that Michael said earlier on this podcast. The Pokemon and the, uh, the people were, like, living together. There's no clear-cut boundaries between the, like, the grass. The wild. And, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know who really bugged me that was living with his Pokemon? That jerk who has the Stoutland. And he's like, oh, sorry, my Stoutland really likes to find every item, so I'm going to have to ask you not to walk over here. And it's like, boy... <laughs> First of all, he missed some items. <laughs> Second, <laughs> this is clearly just your way of, this is clearly the tea from Gen 1 of like, oh, I can't let you pass because I'm so thirsty. And it's like, what? It's coffee. It's tea. You bring them tea. Look coffee is a dehydrator. Oh, and it's I, actually, thought, I thought you were talking about the guy outside of Viridian. That you the, have to br- the guard. Yeah. No, the old man outside of Viridian City. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about him because he can't leave until he has his coffee. Because it's funny because in the Japanese version, you can't. But you can't move him because he's super drunk. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's no, awesome. Um, and I guess like they're not there because they're thirsty. It's that they're not supposed to let you through, but they mention that they're thirsty. And it's like, this is clearly just a really bad roadblock. So Jeff, what do you think about the anyway, aesthetic? I like it a lot. It also helps that like a month after it came out, we went to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, um, we spent most of that trip just playing Pokemon. And it was not so much true. fun. We didn't spend the most of it. We spent a good chunk of it. Spent a lot of it. We also spent a lot of it playing Pokemon Go. True. True. Any true, cool true. Pokemon? A lot of water Pokemon. Yeah. So the, the resort we were staying at was like on the water because, you know, Hawaii. <laughs> and because, you know, rich white people. Right. Mm. Thanks, mom and stepdad. Hey. Um, but yeah, it was it was really frustrating because our resort was actually a Pokestop in like a specific spot by the front sign. And we were just barely out of its reach. Aww. So to get it, we had to actually like walk to it. So like our room was super nice, mm-hmm. super comfy. And we got the master bedroom and it was... Because in, in the like suite that we were sharing, we were the only married couple. Yeah. So 
and um, we had the most beautiful view of the ocean. So I mean, like, if we wanted to just sit on our phones in bed, we did. We did. <laughs> but we were just barely out of a Pokestop reach. Yeah, it was really frustrating. First world problems, bro. Right. But no, like, yeah. um, there were a lot of water types, though. I caught That's more cool. Staryu there than the rest of the time I've ever played Pokemon Go. It, wow. It was the first place I ever saw a horsey. Oh, cool. I yeah. saw it in a Costco parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, Costco had a lot because there were a bunch of people there, and that's how they spawn. Yeah. Um, so, like, when we stopped there right before going to the hotel, like, we caught, like, 30 Pokemon in, like, wow. 20 minutes. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's it's It was, like, old sack when it used to be crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. There were, like, 80-plus people yeah. there. Well, now Everyone? you catch a legendary Pokemon. Yeah, I know. I haven't done that yet. Uh, um, I actually don't have Pokemon Go on this phone. Wow. Is there Pokemon stuff near here? Probably. There are Pokestops everywhere. All right. Um, so was there anything that you think that they attempted at for the for the aesthetic but failed? Is there anything that just uh, might have felt forced or just didn't quite work? Nothing that comes to mind for me. I don't think so. I feel like I thought of an answer to this question earlier, but I can't think of it now. Gotcha. Like, uh, overall, I just, I really liked this generation. Yeah. I, I think Alola is my second favorite region. Interesting. After Johto, right? Yes. Nothing will be Johto. It might be, it <laughs> might be my second. After Kanto. Uh, Kanto. After um, Sinnoh. Get out of here, Gen 1-er. Right? No, Kanto's probably my least favorite. Should I admit that on air? Probably not. And so if you guys want to send death threats, you can send them to <laughs> the Pokemon travel agency at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> no. So that uh, actually wraps up our episode. Is there anything you guys wanted to say about gen seven before we sign off? I don't think so. I think I'm good. Yeah. So we're actually going to do this kind of episode for every generation, but because gen seven, you know, is so recent and we never had a chance to really discuss it on air. Uh, we did this one first, but we are going to go through and do them in chronological order. That's the plan, right? To go one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. I mean, if that's yeah. cool. Yeah. For me. So that's what we're going to do. Um, so yeah, why I want you guys to write in and you can answer any of the questions that we discussed, or you could just random thoughts or ideas about gen seven. Um, you know, just generally what you felt like, we really want to hear what you guys thought too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to, put this episode up and then we're going to be working on our next week's episode which is going to be gen one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jess is very 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 excited. Because I get to choose a squirtle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my challenge for you is no squirtle. What, um, what was your favorite me? gen one Pokemon other than squirtle because we all know it's squirtle. Um, can I come back with that answer next week? She's like, <laughs> comes back next week. She's like, it. it's going to be Blastoise. <laughs> no, she's like, my answer is, Oh, I can um, choose from the line still. <laughs> she's like, my answer is, um, Squirtle. <laughs> like Jess, you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. yeah thank you. I, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day and a rest of your week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and pose that question to you guys. You can email us at the Pokemon travel agency at gmail.com. Our Twitter account is Pokemon travel. That's the way they abbreviate it in the old games. PKMN travel. Uh, what is our Instagram handle? Oh, uh, PKMN travel agency. All right. And then we are the Pokemon travel agency on Tumblr. So we're like all over the place. Right. Yeah. It's really easy to contact us. Yeah. Everyone should do it. Yes, you definitely should. And not to send Jeff death threats. 
I mean, whatever. I, I can defend my points, and I will next week. All right. I look forward to it. The point of the episode isn't to talk about how you didn't like the generation. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying if you're not going to send me death threats. All right. Well, we will see you next week. We hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I'm Mike. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jess. And this has been the Pokemon Travel Agency. Bye. Bye.